In Isaiah 44, verse 23, it says, Sing for joy, O heavens. The Lord has done this. For the Lord has redeemed Jacob, and he displays his glory in Israel. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you came to live among us. You suffered and died to redeem and forgive us. You rose from the dead and now live among us, even as you said at the Father's right hand. Today we sing your praise for all the marvelous things that you have done. To you be all glory and power, now and forever. And all God's people said, Amen. Grace and mercy and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord, our risen Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, if you have ever watched TV or listened to the radio, you know that there are product jingles that just stay in your head, right? You might hear them once or twice or three times and pretty soon you're saying them, you're singing them, not only throughout the day or the week, but sometimes for months or even for years. You may not even buy the product or even care for it, but there seems to be some jingles that once you hear them, you can't unhear them. They're just there. I can give you some examples. You can fill in the missing word or phrase, the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. All right? Next one. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off of that. Kit Kat bar. bar. Or another one. Ace is the place with a Okay. Folks or man, it used to be depending on uh, how you grew up hearing it. One more. Like a good neighbor. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you may love these jingles, you may hate these jingles, but they stick in your head, right? According to the Smithsonian, the first jingle that took place was in 1926 on Christmas Day, promoting the product Wheaties. And over the decades that have followed, there have been jingles that have been played and played again, and at their peak, these artful songs have shaped the minds and the generations of people who have lived here in America. Today, we're not treated to simple jingles, but to the beautiful songs and hymns that also stick in our mind, but also in our hearts. And they keep us singing words and humming melodies that point us to our Savior, Jesus Christ, the one who gave his life for us. And those are the songs of the redeemed, the songs that we never want to end, the songs that we want to sing again and again because of Christ's life, his death, his resurrection for us so that we might have life with him. And so today, the theme of the message is the song of the redeemed. These songs are found all through scripture, aren't they? 
We can go back to the greatest salvation event in the Old Testament when God rescued His people from Pharaoh and the Egyptians. He brought them through dry land as He parted the Red Sea. And as Pharaoh and his army tried to cross, God covered them with the waters. And they sang a song. A song that is called the Horse and Rider Song. Scripture tells us that after that event, Moses and the Israelite sang this song to God. I'm not going to sing it, but the words go like this. I will sing unto the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously, the horse and rider thrown into the sea. And it repeats, I will sing unto the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously, the horse and rider thrown into the sea. The Lord's my God, and I will praise him. My Father's God, and I will exalt him. And it repeats again. The Lord's my God, and I will praise him. My Father's God, and I will exalt him. Just one of many songs throughout Scripture. Songs of the redeemed. There is a song of Isaiah as he was there in the throne of God and the cherubim and the seraphim began to sing, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. There is a song of Mary as she sang the Magnificat. There is a song of the angels at the birth of Christ when they sang glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. There's a song of Simeon when the Christ child was brought to Jerusalem and God had given him the promise that before he died he would see the Lord's anointed. And he said, Now let your servant go in peace. Your word has been fulfilled, for my eyes have seen the glory of your salvation. We can go to the book of Revelation and we can hear the songs of the angels and the prophets and the martyrs and those that surround the throne as they sing glory and honor and praise to the Lamb. And so today we find ourselves in the fifth season of Easter. And the Easter cry is still on our lips as we say, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. That cry still on our lips. We boast of what Christ has done because of the life that he's given to us. That he has redeemed us from sin and death and Satan, that we live in the security of his grace and his mercy and his peace, not just here on earth, but we will for all eternity. And during this time of Easter, we're reminded that it's not our faith that makes the resurrection, but it's the resurrection that forms our faith, that gives us life with God. And God, as he raised his son, gave approval of what took place during his life and his death for us. And when the angel rolled back the stone, it wasn't to let Jesus out, but to let the witnesses come in and see that indeed the tomb was empty, that Christ had been raised and would later set at the Father's right hand. Most people know Johnny Cash, was born in 1932. He has kind of an interesting story. The first time that he came before an executive to 
promote uh, an album, a song that he sang. He sang his song and the executive said to him, have you got anything else? Johnny Cash said, what's wrong with my singing? And he, sing, he said, you're singing just like everybody else. He said, you don't have heart in that song. He said, I've got a thousand other people that sing the same way. Later he came back after he had written a song. A song by the name Folsom Prison Blues. A song that he sang from his heart when he sang it the next time. And they recorded that song that night. Is there something the church can learn from Johnny Cash? Are there times when we just go through the motions? How easy that can be. And we fail to sing from our heart. We fail to be reminded of all that Christ has done so that we might have life with him. There's another man by the name of John Damascus. He lived at the end of the 7th century, beginning of the 8th century. He grew up in luxury. He was well-educated. He lived during the time in the church when there was a conflict about whether to have images in the church or not. Sometimes the debates got so severe that riots broke out and over time he grew weary of the conflict. And he sold all that he had and he gave it to the poor. And he moved to a monastery in the wilderness outside of Jerusalem in Judea. And there he wrote songs and hymns and poetry. And he had such a vivid imagination and he had such a way with words that they called him the golden speaker. The song that we'll sing after the sermon is a song that he wrote. Come, you faithful, raise the strain of triumphant gladness. God has brought his Israel into joy from sadness. A song that he wrote, and I believe he sang from his heart. One final story. About 10 days ago, a couple of weeks ago, we had our Shine events here in the Missouri District. We did a number of things. There were 10 days in which we were very intentional about doing some service projects for people in our community. Just to the east of us, there was a congregation, Emmanuel Olivet, that wanted to take a moment of time and remember the pastors of the area, and they invited me and others to, to go there, and we went there and they had their choir, their children's choir, sing songs and read poems and do skits while we were there. And as I left, I not only thanked the teachers, but I also made the comment, I love to hear children sing. I love to hear children sing. I believe God loves that same thing. He loves not just children, but he loves to hear all his children sing. Sing songs of praise and glory and honor to him. For we are the people of God and we have a great and glorious God and a wonderful message to share. I pray today that as you leave this place that you will take some of the songs, the melodies and the words with you as you go out into the world. 
because they speak of the life of our Lord Jesus Christ. His life, his suffering, his death, his resurrection, his glory, so that we might be brought into his kingdom and made a part of his family, so that we might have new life in him. And there may be a time as you are out in the world, as you are with other people and they ask about your faith, they might ask, why are you different? Tell me about the hope that you have. And you might have just a jingle to share. A word of hope to pass on. Of the love and the mercy and the grace that God has given to you. And it might just open the door for a further conversation. For time to talk about how they might know this God of glory, this Lord of love. And so my prayer for you this day is that you will not only sing and hear the songs that we sing today, but hold them in your heart. Because all that we sing and all that we do this day is because of what Jesus has done for us. These songs are the most joyful when we can sing them. And the closing song that we'll sing have these words. What he's done, what he's done, all glory and honor to the Son. My sins are forgiven, my future is heaven, and I praise God for what he's done. And to that all God's people can say. Amen. Now may the words of my mouth, the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, for you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen.